Welcome to the Golden Ghouls podcast. We're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, Kylie, Emily, and I think it's time to get spooky. (laughs) Here we are. It's episode three. Can you believe we've made it this far? No. I can Wow. (laughs) You know, it's not every day you make it to the third episode of your podcast, so. This is very true. We are very committed, and I love it. Yes. (laughs) Last week, we were talking about spooky san antonio we were and i had a friend of the show write in with a little story (sighs) how exciting i know she used to live in uh in san antonio you guys want to hear you want to hear the story yeah i'm ready go for it so she lived by herself in a house and she had a cat named tilly oh adorable god love her love cats we do and so one night my friend was asleep, and she always slept with her nightlight on, you know, across the room. So she was on her side, facing the wall, and the nightlight was behind her, across the room. You can kind of draw this picture in your head. I, I see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, she woke up, and she saw a shadow move across the nightlight. That's never good. No. Mm. And being a cat owner myself, you know... You would assume that, oh, it's just the cat, which Mm -hmm. our friend did, until she realized Tilly was asleep by her feet on the bed. Yeah, that's going to be a no for me. (laughs) So she didn't move at all, Mm. somehow got back to sleep. The next morning, she found a half-full glass of water in her doorway. No! (laughs) Okay, what is that? Who did that? In a thirsty ghost. Mm. We've all been there. <laughs> and then a few days later, she was in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and she heard a super loud noise from the bathroom. She ran in. A candle had fell off the shelf and shattered. So a wax candle falling off of a shelf like that. Wow. You really need to try hard to shatter a candle. I, I've never seen that happen in my <laughs> what, life. Was it just like a pillar candle or was it in like a glass container? Do we know? That's a good question. We don't know the you details know, of the candle. The people are going to want to know. It's true. So We'll report back. We will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> but our friend assumed it was Tilly again. Yeah. But Tilly was with her in the kitchen. Ah, Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> also, apparently the candle wasn't even near the edge of the shelf. Mm. Everything else on the shelf was fine. How bizarre. How, How bizarre. bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend Magnus, and she tried to conjure the ghost a few days later with a Ouija board. Mm. You, know, you should never. There, but, but I feel we will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In my older age, I've learned the truth about Ouija boards, and it's that they're bad news, y'all. But I want the three of us to really experience something together. But what if we experience something together and then we're so scared that we stop the podcast? I mean, we heard a <laughs> noise like 10 minutes ago and we were That's all like, true. oh shit. Spooked. Spooked. Yeah. <laughs> so. Whew. But yeah, you never, nothing ever came of it, but San mm. Antonio. It's for real. It's still spooky. Be careful out there. It's a lot of historic places in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking of, yes. since we were talking about good old San Antonio and the Emily Morgan in the last episode, oh, yeah. got me thinking about a special ghost story from my past, <gasps> which 
I need to tell you guys about. Was yes. it in a hotel by it chance? Was, <laughs> it was in a hotel. Have you guys ever heard of the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado? Oh, tell me more. <laughs> because I have not heard of it. I will. It's, it's, very, it's very interesting how it came about and all the stories that are now there mm-hmm. and taking place scaring people left and right, like our friend Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey got spooked there? He did. He's so, unspookable. Yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you how how this this place came to be. Okay. So in 1903, to, have you ever heard of Freeland Oscar Stanley? Probably not. No. <laughs> no. I wouldn't think so, but... <laughs> He uh, he was he was a Yankee that invented the stand the steam powered car that I mean most people called the Model Z. Does that um, that does that ring a bell? Mm-hmm. It yeah, rings, it rings it's a good a, letter. A Model Z mountain wagon. Yeah, I mean I think the people have heard of it. But so Mr. Stanley, as he was making his cars. Mm-hmm. Got struck with the tuberculosis, you guys. Ugh, everyone he had it. Was Not the TV. He was hit hard with the TV. And back in the day, the most recommended treatment, you won't believe this, was fresh air. Mm. That's all they could do for the people. <laughs> that's all they could do. Sometimes that's all you can do. So he, he went to Colorado? Right. He was told Damn, to go sense. find a place with some dry air, lots of sunlight, get started on a hearty diet. That's why I moved. I'm a yank that moves ah, too. See? Yeah. It works. Mm-hmm. We just don't know how good we have it. Um, so Stanley moved to Estes Park, Colorado. A couple years later, he was cured of his TV. You're lying. Stop I'm it. not. He was totally okay. 1907 <laughs> came around and he was fine. And he was like, wow, this place is so beautiful. And it's just so, you know, magical that it just treats anything. Yeah. You can cure your disease. That I'm going to s- keep coming here. Why not, you know? So he built this nice little summer house up mm-hmm. in Estes Park. And that was the start of the Stanley Hotel. Wow. Right. It was this big house, four floors, lots of rooms. I can't tell you how many. <laughs> I didn't look that up. But... He uh, he used to bring his friends, family members. They would all come and stay in the hotel with him over the summer. And there wasn't a lot to do down there, so he started to get bored. He was like, why don't we expand this place, make it a hotel, bring people into town, because we want to we wanna throw some parties. We want to get busy, you know? Stan was a partier. Well, Stanley was the man. He liked to get down with his people. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he expanded the hotel. Ran it. He almost ran it as like a hobby, he would say. It was like fun for him to visit in the summers and run the hotel. They had to close down in the winters because if you've ever been to Colorado in the winter and especially Estes Park, it is a tundra. A tundra? (laughs) Isn't that right? Is that Uh, wrong? Is it cold? Yeah. Yeah, it's cold. Tone chilling? Yeah, it's It's freezing. Yeah. It's, but the, the, that means there's lots of snow, too, right? Yeah, like the Arctic tundra. Exactly. Yeah. I'm getting the right. You guys made me confused. I thought I had it wrong. I just think it's funny when people say tundra. A tundra. That was the yeah. first, you know, that came. Yeah. <laughs> so 
he ran it for years in the summer and then uh, eventually sold it off to a company in 1926. Bye. But, uh, but yeah, they continued the venture and it's still up today. People go visit all the time. My, me and my family went, regretfully. Oh, really? no. Uh, for me, yes. Maybe not for everyone in the fam, but for Emily, indeed. How old were you? I was like 16. Okay. And my parents so do this. this two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Kylie loves those jokes. But my, you know, you know Linda. We've already, you know, announced her to the people. She loves ghosts and she loves ghost stories. And so my father, Tim, that's next level for him. He loves history and any kind of ghost story. And he wants the Ouija board out to summon the people. Mm. He loves it. Tim. So he took us there one summer and made... Well, he tried to make me stay in my own room on the fourth floor. Rude as hell. <laughs> you know, I said, no way, honey. I was like, uh-uh, I'm sleeping with your wife. <laughs> Get out of here. I do have to say that I've heard that the fourth floor is the most haunted. Okay. Uh, you saw, you researched some ghost stories. I did. Tell us about it. Are you guys ready? Because this is, yeah, I mean... You have to tell us all the hauntings before I get into mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm on the edge of my seat. That much I'll say. But, okay. So, in researching this, not a lot of guests talk about their stories, which is strange to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the hotel staff has a lot to say, probably because they spend a lot more time there. So, that'd be my guess. I'd say so. Makes sense. Feel free to weigh in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, good. Okay. (laughs) So, we're going to start... At the place that they call the Vortex. Ooh. Yeah, what? so you know... Near the tundra. Shit <laughs> is about to get very real. So, the staircase between floors in the hotel's main guest house is a stunner. It's absolutely beautiful, the people say. But it's dubbed the Vortex because it's a natural spiral of energy. Mm-hmm. It's also known as the Rapid Transit System for ghosts that are known to haunt the hotel. Stop. Yeah. What... Rapid transit, like, I, a, like I an don't escalator? Know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like that. From the from the afterlife into the present, <laughs> they just get on and they fly on through. It's like a chair lift. Yes, it's just like That's that. That's what I'm <laughs> So, <laughs> most people have heard about the Stanley because it is what Stephen King's The Shining is based off right. of. Right. So now I remember. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna start in room two seventeen. It's the most famed room because Stephen King stayed there, and that's where he struck genius and came up with his concept for The Shining. Um, that particular room didn't have as many hauntings as I expected, but. It's haunted. Mm-hmm. Also, just a fun fact: that room now has libraries of his books in there. So, oh, how cute! Yeah, it's Little very dedication. cute. So, other guests who've stayed in this room report that their things are unpacked for them. The old lights going on and off. Classic. Their shoes will be lined up at the end of the bed when they come in. Mm. They wake up in the morning. They're there. So they just have like ghost housekeepers. So we're gonna get there. And might I add? This is the room Jim Carrey stayed in. <gasps> yes. Wow. And left. And he Jim, left? He left. He had to go to the motel down the street because Damn. he couldn't stay. Well. But go on. All right. So 
how Stephen King got there. So he and his wife arrive at the hotel. It's closing down for the season, so they're the only people there. Which, much like The Shining, they were the only people there. So they ate dinner in an empty dining room while this creepy, like, pre-recorded orchestra music was playing. I would have been like, I gotta go. For sure. That's gonna be an absolute no. So they go to their room. It's whatever. Uh, Later on, they explore the halls of the hotel. He witnesses an apparition of a woman that chilled him to the bone. This is what staff says. So the apparition was said to be that of a former employee who is the head maid... Which would explain why the shit's getting unpacked. Uh, Her name is Elizabeth Wilson, but the people call her Mrs. Wilson. Mm -hmm. So, many years before King stayed there, the hotel had lost power due to a storm. And she she was asked by the manager of the hotel to go through and light the lamps, which was their backup source of lighting. What no one knew was that there was a gas leak in one of the rooms. No. Yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah. So, when she opened the door, her open flame ignited the gas and essentially blew the room apart and sent her through the floor and into the room a story down. Oh. Yeah. So, the room that she fell into was room 217. So, she lived. Wow. Good. She just broke her legs. But, yeah. So, the maid, as I said, she survived this catastrophe she went on to work there for many years, but they think that she's just stuck around. Um, I'm guessing they assume that because of the unpacking. She was the head maid, so <laughs> yeah. it and would make sense. Room 217 saved her ass. Yeah. So True. at the end of the day, if Stephen King hadn't been stuck there, we would not have The Shining today. Imagine life without The Shining. Imagine I it. Couldn't. How many I, times I, have I you watched not. that movie? Personally, 100 plus. Damn near genius with Stanley Kubrick. So good. So anyway, um, Mrs. Wilson is a bit of a wildcat, as some would say. One guest heard that bitch chuckling in their <gasps> ear. <laughs> I would have been like that. No, check, check out. Yeah, check out time. I wonder what was so funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we may never know, or will we? Maybe we'll have to go stay there. Um, guests often say that premarital activity is a no-no for Mrs. Wilson. They <laughs> will feel her lying in between them in bed. She's cock-blocking. With uh, <laughs> unmarried couples, she will do that, so. Well, then you're welcome, Mom and Dad. Yeah. <laughs> so, and last but not least, one of the biggest myths about this room is that it's never available because it's too haunted. Not true. You can book it. Mm. Yeah, so... Anyways, it's mostly Mrs. Wilson in that room, the people have said. They're All right. Interesting. Yeah. Next up, we have room 302. Okay. There's a male ghost who's seen as a shadow in this room. He walks near the walls. You just, you know, as a yep. shadow, as a shadow That's tends what I to see. do. Mm-hmm. Um, photos have been known to fly off of the walls. <laughs> Typical ghost behavior. And... I don't know if you guys watched Ghost Hunters as religiously as I did. I own many seasons on DVD. Sick, Blu-ray? sad fact. I think they're just DVD. Okay. But they could be Blu-ray. We'll take a look later. Okay. Um, anyway, Grant from Ghost Hunters was staying there and a table levitated. Wow. Yeah, I remember this episode very clearly. We could watch it. We have to. We could to. watch it later. All right. 
So, onto the famed fourth floor, which everyone says is the most haunted. You're lucky if you get to stay there. Oh, Dad. I hate him to this day. Yeah? For the reservation. Well. Who knew there were safer floors? All right. (laughs) So, room 401, there's a male ghost who some believe is an Irish man named Lord Dunraven, which already is like, if my name is Dunraven, I'm probably coming back to haunt somebody, right? <laughs> that's what totally. I that's what I think. Um, he never visited the hotel in life, as it was built 20 years after he left Estes Park. But it was built on the land that he once owned. So he probably... Pissed. Yeah, he, he held like, it dear to his heart. That was, was his mine. place, you know? Yeah. So in the closet, women will feel their hair being played with in this room an arm around their shoulder or waist, or a hand moving up the back of their leg. Which Ew. is just, he's handsy and I'm not here for that. Come on, man. Yeah. It's 2018, Ew. don't we know? <sighs> he doesn't. Get with their time. True. Uh, men do not feel particularly welcome in this room, as they have felt someone is pressing between them into the bed, or their jewelry will go missing, like their wedding rings. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So a he's loss. a thief. He's a scoundrel. We he's do no not. good. He's a bad boy. All right. This is the room where Jason from Ghost Hunters um, had a drinking glass shatter in the middle of the night. This is also on film, and we can watch that, too. A half full glass of water. Uh, well, it? this one, I don't think that there was anything in it. Oh, okay. But it did shatter. That's still um, a good connection. <laughs> I also do remember that a door like opened and closed on its own and they have that on film too so one guest also said that they awoke in the middle of the night because their bed was shaking Mm. like like a shaky shaky it's exorcist stuff huh yeah so that say no to room 401 is all i will say okay all right so we're gonna move over to room 407 it doesn't get much better um Haunting-wise, you're going to be haunted. <laughs> People have reported being tucked into bed in this room. Aw. <laughs> I don't know if it's sweet. <laughs> um, she was so genuine about that. She was. <laughs> One guest, a child, a little boy, said that he kept cu- <laughs> he kept kicking the covers off in the middle of the night because he was warm, and they kept coming back up throughout the night. Oh, my God. And his mom said she had slept through the night, and it was not her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another guest in this room reported feeling someone sit on the edge of the bed. Then she turned the light on and no one was there. But she saw the indentation of a person in the bed. Which is, like, so disgusting. You guys, I am so excited to tell you my story. Oh, so. shit. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Um, room 418. Ghost children do mischievous things in this room, they say. Uh, the covers are sometimes removed in the middle of the night, unlike room 407. Uh, hangers are known to move on their own. I don't know. Hangers. Hangers. Clothing hangers. They provide those for you. It's a nice hotel. (laughs) Come on, come on. The bathroom lights have been reported to turn on and off on their own. I, I'm always skeptical about lights turning on and off. It's an old building. Not that many updates have taken place, so we don't know. Mm. I can't, I can't always believe the lights on and off, but we still appreciate it. Um, also, a little girl who's about four years old stayed there with her mother. The following morning, she reported being tickled by a little boy during the night. 
She wasn't afraid, though. She felt at ease. Instead, she simply told the boy to stop, and he did. So, unlike that ghost in room 401, he understands consent, and I appreciate that about him. We do. You know? He had manners. The kid gets it. His mother raised him right. All right. Wow. Now, this is the major hot spot on the fourth floor. It's room 428. Okay. Yeah. So, the people say you get a badge of bravery for staying anywhere on the fourth floor, but bonus points for room 428. Thank you. People hear footsteps, they hear furniture moving, um, which apparently is actually physically impossible given the slope of the roof, tour guides say. It's like coming from above them, Hmm. and so, impossible. Um, Also, there's a friendly cowboy who appears at the corner of the bed. Yeah. (laughs) Did you see him? Keep going. Emily's doing a hand at me like she oh, knows the cowboy. Oh, my shit. God. I'm getting chills. I'm scared. Um, so a hotel employee said, A few years back, a couple awoke to find a Wild West cowboy pacing at the end of their bed. After watching him for a few minutes, they politely asked him to leave, which he did, but not before leaning over the lady as if kissing her. Female guests sometimes wake to find him leaning in for a kiss on the forehead. Aw, you guys. I'm scared. I'm I literally scared have too. chills. Okay, I'm I'm getting to the end of the end of the ghost stories, mm-hmm. and I'm so ready. Okay. All right. So the concert hall it also pops off here. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul, who's one of the most well-known ghosts haunting the Stanley, was a jack of all trades around the hotel. Among his duties were enforcing an 11 p.m. curfew. Uh, which could be why guests and workers hear get out being uttered late at night. Wow. He's like, party's <laughs> over, go home. Like, nothing good up. You don't have to go midnight. home, but you gotta get the hell out the Stanley. Wow. That is his theme song. Um, construction crews have felt nudges from him while doing work, especially while sanding the floors. Oh. He, I don't know. He he's like, like that. he's like, keep the integrity of the original mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. He doesn't like it. Um, Tour groups have reported that he has flickered the flashlight on and off for them. So they'll say, like, hey, Paul, make this flashlight (laughs) go off. And he doesn't. Dope. I don't know. Hmm. Um, Another person on a tour said that they saw a figure zip down the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. So was it Paul? (laughs) Was it Flora Stanley, who also haunts the concert hall we don't know mm. she plays a the piano they say was that stanley's wife it says hotel founder so maybe she was well, mm. yeah and then we've got lucy who is the only known death in the building she was possibly a runaway or a homeless woman who found refuge in the hall she also entertains a request of ghost hunters communicating through their flashlights when they tell her to Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanley historians, however, aren't quite sure about her pre-death connection to the hotel. So that's why it's assumed she was maybe a homeless woman. They don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the building, people will smell a rose fragrance. They can't figure out where it's coming from. I feel like rose was a hot scent at the time. Yeah. yeah. That just seeped throughout Stanley the walls, maybe. Stanley was in its heyday, so. Yeah. Uh, they'll also find candy about the hotel from the mischievous children. 
But it's like literally anyone could place candy around the hotel, so. Yeah. Wow. I'm not putting any stake in that one, but. Lastly, they do offer ghost tours. What I found is that people love them or hate them. They're either like, this was so much fun or this was a total crock of shit. (laughs) So. The only way for us to find out. Is to go on the ghost tour. (laughs) Which your girl has. You went on the ghost tour? So this is how it happened. All right. Tell us everything. I'm so excited. My arm, I'm, my armpits are literally drenched right now. I'm sweating because it's hot in here, <laughs> oh. but that could be it too. Okay. So <laughs> we get to Estes Park. We get to the Stanley. It's just me, my mom, and my dad. Mm-hmm. We get out of the little uh, van, rental car, rental car we were in, and go inside. And he's telling us we're going to go on a ghost tour because this place is haunted. Yeah. That's all we know. I have to ask. Yes. I know that... In The Shining, there's, like, this long, winding kind of trail up to... It's not like it's that, not right? It's not like that. Yeah, that's oh, just God, movie. that makes it so much but more it, dramatic. It is, it is beautifully placed within mountains. Okay. So it's... it's. I mean, I wouldn't want to be there alone in the winter. No. You know. All right. Or ever, probably. Okay. But, so, anyways, we get there. My dad says we're going on a ghost tour. We all go in. Mm-hmm. They take us through the floors, kind of like you just did, telling us the stories of the ghosts. We get to the fourth floor. Now, I cannot personally remember what what room we stayed in. I'm sure Tim, my dad, knows, so we're going to have to call him after this to confirm. Oh, but, we, but we go up to one of the fourth floor rooms, and she's telling us a story about, you know, the kids in the hallways, because that kind of was like their corridor during the summer. They would stay up there with the nannies, and oh. that, was their, that was their spot. So that's where they're located. And... And she started to tell a story about this room where the little boy was staying. And she, and she says, actually, I think somebody on the tour is staying in this room. <gasps> and my dad raises his hand. Oh, no. And he's like, oh, that's my daughter's room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I freak out. I'm like, you got to be crapping your pants, mister, because I'm not doing that. I'm staying in the fucking van. <laughs> All through the night with the Elks in Colorado. I don't care. I don't care. The place didn't even have air conditioning. They kept it completely authentic to what it looked like back in the day when Mr. Stanley was residing. It, it's just creepy. My room had a dollhouse and a little boy's bike Why? in the corner. Why? You, you're, you're asking you're for asking it. You're asking for it. I'm 16 years old. I'm looking at him like, no, sir, that's not happening. Either you take me to Denver or I'm leaving because <laughs> I got to stay somewhere safe. So he's like, look, you'll sleep with your mom. Mm-hmm. We're going to, y'all are in the room down the way, which we have to figure out what it was. And I'll stay in the little boy's room in the twin bed. And I was like, yes, you will. Goodbye. Figure <laughs> it out. So mom and I retreat to our room. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed. I'm like, I'm not touching anything in here. I put socks on my hands. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. What was the purpose of the socks on the hands? Listen, I, did, I couldn't touch anything. It was authentic. It was like the furniture was still what it was from 1903. And <laughs> it just felt wrong. There wasn't any air. I felt... I just can't explain. I just couldn't. You know, I have to sleep in a sleeper in hotel rooms in the first place. Mm-hmm. And you're you're trying to ask your girl to get into some linen cotton sheets, 
white with lace on the end. No, that's too much. That's too much. That's too real, you know? Mm. Too much of a throwback. Yeah, no. So I put socks on my hands. I covered myself <laughs> in a coat. What did you put on your feet? I put pants. Well, that sucks. <laughs> Double so it pant- up. And it was summertime. No air conditioning. I was hot as a... No, it was it was awful. <laughs> but then I also slept on top of Linda because I did <laughs> At 16 years old. <laughs> I did not want to touch anything. I wore my shoes in the shower. No. I wore my bathing suit in the shower. <laughs> Stop. You thought that ghosts were just watching you? Yes. Because, listen, before I took the shower, we had to spend the night, right? Yeah. Here I am sleeping on Linda. By the way, they have a TV set from, like, the 50s. No. And it only, it only plays The Shining on Linda. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Swear. So we were like, well, screw this. We can't watch anything to go to bed. So I, I'm just... I read reviews saying that they played The Shining on loop, but mm-hmm. I thought it was in, like, the lobby or something, nope. not in the guest room. in the freaking rooms. What? Yeah. There's no way to change it. Not, not in our room, That's apparently. hell. And it was like a fit. It was, oh, God, I can't even. So I'm sleeping on Linda, trying <laughs> to figure out how to, how to go to sleep. And I'm, like, barely asleep at this point. And I feel like you know when you just feel somebody's next to your bed all the time so I just (laughs) (laughs) it's Poppy and Angus the dogs (laughs) well I felt like a like a A human human presence there was somebody at the end of my bed Mm -mm. and I looked up like half asleep and swear it was my father standing there and you said this cowboy would stand at the end end of of the bed it was my, I thought it was my dad. It was a black shadow of a man standing there. And I just looked at him and I said, what are you doing? And I went back to sleep. And he swears in his, on his life he never came in our room. And that wasn't real. So, what the hell is that? And then... <laughs> True. The next day, we were walking down by the... They have, like, this beautiful garden and stuff all around, like, the the hotel. So we were walking around, like, checking it out. And we walked by the basement. And that's where kind of, like, the guest services, um, you know, where you start your tour was at the bottom of the basement. And we walked by, and the lights were fully on. And there was, like, a couple standing there, like, in the same type of period clothes as, like, us, you know. So it wasn't yeah. abnormal. But they were standing there, like... They were almost either hugging or, like, dancing. I don't know, but they were, like, holding each other. And then we turn the corner. All the lights are out. Nobody's in there. Completely dark. What? We have, we ran back in. We told the, the lobby, and they were like, yeah, stuff happens all the time. <sighs> Crazy. Wow. Wild. Very spooky. So spooky. I'm going to have to pass on staying the night there. I will go on the ghost tour. I have to know if we stayed in 428. You've got to find that out. I have to find out. Hmm. It's, it's a really haunted place, you guys. The hot spot. I just find it so weird that so few guests write about the hauntings. Hmm. Do they make you sign something that says you will not talk about them? Maybe they don't even make it out of the hotel. <gasps> I don't know. 
But Jim Carrey, when he stayed there in room 217, <laughs> they were filmed, they filmed Dumb and Dumber there. Yeah. At the staircase. Yes. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. now it, yeah, now it all makes sense. So he was supposedly staying there and got spooked by something and he mm-hmm. won't, he did, he won't talk about it, but he had to stay at the motel. Maybe the it was the ghost that kissed him. Maybe. <laughs> he was offended. Yeah. They didn't ask permission. They didn't ask. People back then didn't know. We know now. Good. In this in this political climate, you have to know. You gotta ask permission mm-hmm. to do a smooch. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, damn. Yeah, that's the Stanley, you guys. Stay there. Don't stay there. Follow your heart. Follow really. Follow your heart. We'll have to post a picture of it on our Instagram. Oh, definitely. Along with the other pictures. All, all the other pictures, yeah. they're all coming. <clears throat> Again, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter. They're both at the Golden Ghouls. You can find us on Facebook under the same name. Uh, you can email us your stories, which we would love to have. Doesn't matter the topic. You can send us a friend of a friend story. I don't care. Just send us your stories to the Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We'd love it. We would love it. Is there anything else we have for the people? Not today. All right. <laughs> Until next time. Stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh.